Buckle up, hotties. It's time to talk some hoops. Welcome to the CNB NBA show, where's no pants, super show, live show, pizza party extravaganza, live at Parkway Pizza. With Brandon and Nate. And Chilango. All right. Welcome, welcome, welcome to the Crunch Wears No Pants CND NBA show extravaganza. We're out here at Parkway Pizza. We're so thankful for all of you guys coming out to support us in our first live show. We're all really nervous. So if you could just throw us some like pity laughter, that would be so sweet of you. Because we're not very uh, funny. Yeah, we're not very funny. Um, we are, uh, it's it's myself, uh, Nate Wolvesback, Alsdurf. We got Brandon, I like statistics over here, Beck. And uh, we're joined by Chalenga from the CMDA NBA show. Hello and welcome, folks. I just want to be clear, I am not nervous. I have never been more ready for anything in my entire life. And I'm so grateful for everyone who came through. I saw some homies come in the door. So I'm going to shout you out throughout the show. Don't worry. Uh, I think we have another guest too, right? Yeah, yeah. Today we're joined with uh, Johnny Krasinski, John, Johnny K of uh, The Athletic and The John Krasinski Show. Um, so welcome, John. We appreciate you coming in. Thanks for having me. This is going to be fun. I'm really looking forward to it. Absolutely. Yeah. And we have uh, Jake's Crafts in the house as well. So uh, make sure to buy up all the merchandise. He's got, I'm sure, new stuff rolling out this season. So I want to see out of stock all over his site after this. But that's fine because we're going to be pitching some new uh, shirt ideas for Jake later in the show. Absolutely. That'll be great. Yep. Um, and again, we just want to thank Parkway Pizza for having us. We want to shout out Kai for helping to organize this. And then we also want to shout out um, some of our partners. Um, we'll shout out PullTab uh, Sports, our mothership. Give them a follow on social. If you don't already, there are uh, tons of podcasts, other media to consume. And um, we want to shout out Chill Boys, uh, one of yeah. our sponsors. They have great underwear. They keep you cool. They're great. I'm wearing some right now. It's awesome. Again, very nervous, so coming in clutch. Um, we've got... <laughs> Um, who else we got? We got uh, Unreal. Unreal Clothing is a sponsor of the pod. Um, huge shout out to Unreal, local company, exclusive drops. Um, we have, who yes, else we have? Duke Cannon. We got Duke Cannon. Uh, keep your hair and body smelling nice. We got Duke Cannon. And then we have uh, uh, SG Lamb Chops, right. uh, another local company owned by Jordan Dye. Uh, you've seen him at Wolves games. He's on the sidelines sporting uh, all sorts of new haircuts. Uh, right yellow um, so those are our sponsors we just want to shout them out and uh, I think we can roll into our icebreaker question that's right uh, and don't forget to tip your servers really really well like better than you've ever tipped any server in the entire life because welcome to the show net glow oh my gosh we got a celebrity in the house that's net glow from Twitter y'all uh, this is crazy uh, I do have an icebreaker question for you. So the CND NBA show just recently did our 34 greatest Timberwolves of all time. The list is pretty underwhelming, if I'm <laughs> going to be honest. But behind Kevin Garnett, we have two other uh, big men, Carl Anthony Towns and Kevin Love. So my question to you boys, you've got to win a pickup game to save your life. Are you fielding a team of five prime Kevin Loves or five prime Carl Anthony Townses? And John, I want you to answer this question too. Well, we, I mean, we're a Towns household. This is her favorite player of all time. So uh, we're gonna back Carl. He's so much more versatile than Caleb is. I, I, you know, 
Love's great rebounder, great shooter, but that's about it. Carl can do a lot of other things, so give me give me five Carls. Yeah, I think I think I'm going with Carl too. Um, the thing about it is, is you've got like the defensive concerns really either way, but I think you've got like a lot more like versatility, like John was saying. You've got the ball handling a little bit more with Carl Anthony Towns. You've got a little bit more of the passing. Um, yeah, you might get you might get cooked a little bit on the boards, except for the fact that you're just going to be really big either way. So Carl Anthony Towns for me too. Uh, I, I think it might devil's advocate. I think over it here. might need to be Kevin Love, and it's specifically because there's not going to be fouls called if we're playing pickup. And I'm just concerned mm. that Carl's is gonna, Carl's going to get in his head, and he's going to be uh, like too distracted. But so there's no refs in pickup. Yep. So you, yeah, no th- that's well. So who's he going to complain to? Exactly. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> or he's going to be calling <laughs> fouls left and right, and it's going to it's going to get messy. Are they going to Are they going to What if they played against each other? All Kevin Love versus all Carl Anthony Towns. Oh, that's the idea. Idea. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> then yeah, I'm just thinking the shot creation with with Carl Anthony Towns being guarded by however many Kevin Loves there are is going to be Carl Anthony Towns all the way. All right, we got two Kevins or two two Carls and one Kevin. Great great answers, y'all. Uh, I think it's time to turn over to our guest John. We have some questions for, yeah, for John gonna, here. We're going to do a little bit of a Q and A session, a little hot seat, if you will. So we've prepared some questions. Um, just to get to know John a little bit better mm-hmm. and then uh, get his take on some wolf questions. We also will have an open mic. Uh, so if you guys have questions you want to ask John, come up, form a line. We got, uh, we got some giveaways. We got some prizes maybe if you come up here and ask questions. Maybe you'll get, get something fun. So uh, Don't be shy. Um, and if you do come up to answer to ask a question, uh, you have to provide us with a reason that you think for uh, Jordan not being here tonight. Your best guess as to where Jordan is. Uh, to choose not to be at Parkway Pizza. All right, John. I would love to know if you could cover any team of any sport in any era. What Ooh. are you choosing, and and why? Man, the Jimmy Butler Wolves were pretty fun to cover. Um, <laughs> um, I would probably. I've always said that I think I came along too late. So, like 1980s Boston Celtics. Because back then, writers and teams were kind of a little more intertwined. We flew on the same planes. You kind of drank beer at the same bars after games. And there was just the the whole social media ecosphere that has kind of driven a wedge between everything was not there. And so to be kind of in the middle of that, and those rivalries with the Lakers and kind of the personalities that, that those guys had. Um, I've talked to Bob Ryan about some of his favorite stories and things, and so I think that would have been highly entertaining because you always want to be covering a team that wins a lot because then you get a lot of eyeballs, a lot of audience on, on whatever you're writing. And, so, uh, and then you couple that with just Larry Bird, Kevin McHale, Parrish, DJ, like all the guys, and, and I think the interactions that they had with media uh, from what I understand, was was really awesome. So I, that'd probably be my choice. Absolutely. Oh, great answer. Yeah, I like it. John, in your prime, in your basketball playing prime, <laughs> uh, what type of basketball player were you? Who, yeah. who is an NBA comp for John Krasinski? Muggsy Bogues. Oh, like, I that's love what it. I was. Like it. Yep, little little guy running all over the place, trying to create havoc with a little speed and a little quickness. Incredibly undersized. Uh, but fought the big boys as best I could. So oh, that's, okay. that's how I did. Well, uh, Durf and I, we have an opening on the uh, Ellsworth Threes Curds, our rec, uh, yeah. rec league basketball team. All right. If you're ever looking for a little point guard help, <laughs> yeah. we might hit you up. Yeah. 
Um, all right, uh, next question, kind of in line with the in your prime, uh, what type of basketball player were you? Uh, Wolves Media, who's the starting five? Ooh, that's Positions a, and all. Boy, um, well, let's see here. Dane Moore is the basketball player of all of us, so I would say he's probably the three. Okay. okay. Scoring three, he's got some size, maybe stretch four. Um, I'd run the point. Um, we would have, let's see here, Larry Fitzgerald would be our center. Nice. Okay. Yeah. Good. We need some bulk. Yeah. We need some bulk in the middle. Shalenga would probably be the four. So let's run Dane oh, at the wow. three, Shalenga wow. at the four. We need some size. I am honored that I made your list, John. And look, John, I'm going to be honest. I'm a very confident basketball okay. player. Okay. Okay. I'm not going to go. say that I'm a good basketball player, <laughs> but I am incredibly confident. So you're going to want me on your team. Great. Yeah, the first time, the first time we had Chilenga on our show, he described himself as Pascal Siakam before he learned how to play basketball. Oh. That's right. Uh-huh. Okay. It's 100% right. <laughs> sign us up then. That's next deal. Let's go. And then let's say we need a two. Um. Give me uh, Reggie Wilson from Care 11. Okay. So uh, yes. I think he's an athlete. I think he, you know, also an awesome dude, just a good hang. So um, let's 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 go with those five. And, yeah. and, and, and Reggie's got some size too. Yeah, he's exactly. Six, like six five. Is a little a versatility. Nice, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Very switchable. Very switchable yeah. team. Yeah. Yeah. I like it. All right. All right. I think, uh, do we have one more on that? or? Yeah, do, uh, do we want to ask that one, or do we want to just move on to the more wolves Yeah, yeah, let's, let's move questions. on to the Wolves segment. Uh, I think, Shalinga, you have the first yeah, one. Yeah, uh, don't forget, too, if you have a question for John, feel free to come on up, stand at the mic, and, and we will get to you, and you can ask John your question. Uh, John, I wanted to ask you, I am kind of uh, obsessed with Leonard Miller. Yes. I, I have been on the Le- Leonard Miller bandwagon yeah. since before he was even eligible for the draft. I, I, I thought that this, this guy is tall, has ball skills, can defend. I mean, just a, a super big energy player. So I guess, how soon are we going to talk about Hall of Fame for, for Leonard Miller? Uh, or really, like, what have, have you seen anything from Leonard Miller so far that, that you've liked or that, that gets you excited? Yeah, I mean, so I, I, so I watch him obviously a lot in Vegas, Summer League, um, and talking to coaches, talking to executives with the Wolves, like, they all really like Leonard Miller as well. Um, I, I think he is a year or two away, um, especially on a veteran team from getting real burn. But the one thing that everyone mentions about him that I agree with is he has a body type that they don't have otherwise. He is big and he is athletic and he can jump out of the gym and he's also really fluid. If you see him handle the ball a little bit, it looks very comfortable for him. And so you can see the outlines of a player who can eventually rebound at a high level, defend at a high level, and also have a varied enough skill set offensively to shoot it, to make some plays, and and, and things like that. So um, there are a lot of people, both within the Wolves and then around the league, that really, really like him. He'll get a lot of time in Iowa this year, um, but I think in the next couple of years, as they cycle through some of their older players, he's going to figure very prominently in what they're doing. Leonard Miller or Josh Minot? I think Miller right now. I think Miller has a more um, refined offensive skill set right now. Minot is super athletic, um, but I want to see a little more from the shot. I want to see a little bit more passing from him. Uh, Miller already, you can see the G League stuff last year really was good for him. He knows how to play. Uh, he's he's raw, but like there is a more of a of an offensive skill set with him, 
and that, that he has than Josh Minot has right now. Now, maybe that changes over the next couple of years and Josh develops it, but um, right now Leonard's a little further along. Mm-hmm. All right. Yeah, I can take the next one. Um, so, uh, guy that we all fell in love with last year, Mike Conley. Yeah. Um, and then a guy that we're, we're kind of all falling in love with right now on Twitter, uh, Jalen Clark. Yeah. Nicer guy, Jalen Clark or Mike Conley? Uh, you got to go Conley. He's got this track record. Like he's he's the best. What name, name the best teammate for however many years in a row? He's like the Jamal Crawford of six men. Like he's the the winner of the Twyman Stokes best teammate Wyman of the year. Strokes, yeah. That's um, great that you have that just off the top. That, <laughs> and the name of that award. I, I hesitated a little, and then I pulled it out of there somewhere. So, uh, but uh, yeah, but I mean, both both are awesome dudes. But let's let's give Mike the respect of the veteran. He's proven it on a big stage. So yeah, yeah, yeah. He's, he's in the biggest moments. He's been the he's nicest, been the nicest guy. guy. Absolutely, absolutely. Yo, it's popping panty people. I know you're like, oh, thank God. It, it was a Jordanless episode at the CND NBA show where there's no pants live show extravaganza. Guess what? It's not. I'm here for the live reads. Boy. All right. Shout out to Duke Cannon. You know what it is, dude. It doesn't matter whether you're a hockey fan or a football fan or a basketball fan or a baseball fan. In Minnesota, hockey hair is our superpower, and no one does men's grooming better than the folks at Duke Cannon. Whether you're looking for a giant bar of soap that smells like bush light, a real thing, or some news anchor shampoo for the showers after your next beer league skates or rec league basketball game where you punch a wall. I did it before Jane McDaniels was cool. Uh, Duke Cannon has got you covered. I rock with that anchor hair shampoo. I love it. And once you're all toweled off and all that jazz, grab some serious flow styling putty to tame your mane. Since I cut my hair, Duke Cannon has made styling my hair fun again, and I appreciate it immensely. So shout out Duke Cannon. Duke Cannon is a Minnesota company that makes hardworking products for hardworking men. Visit Duke Cannon dot com duke cannon work harder smell better back to the show i'll talk to you guys later bye uh just curious uh is there any word on lebron to the wolves and yeah. would the wolves have to include luca garza because if so we might not want to do that yeah it would be a no-go if luca is, is involved for <laughs> yeah. sure yeah. um it, it's a really a question of is lebron ready at this stage of his career to be a sixth man and um, I, and I think that there are conversations about that. So the Wolves have a ton of second-round picks, yep. and so Bronny watched that okay. here in the next year or two, and um, <laughs> and then I think you will see LeBron here before too long. And yeah, sixth, seventh man maybe on this team yeah, will work out say, great. How do you how do you think the dynamic, the six-man dynamic with him and Kyle Anderson would go? Well, kind of similar position. Yeah, but I, I think LeBron's just got to understand where he is at this stage okay. of his career a little bit more, and and, and have some respect for everything that that Kyle has accomplished. I I also think um, for sixth man, you have to be able to pull out those rec specs, and I don't know if LeBron (laughs) could do that, you know? Slomo's got it down. But there's that famous LeBron video where the guy's like, the guy's glasses fell off and he picked him up and he put him on his face. Yeah. Still, you put a black mask on him, he still, he looks pretty good, so he he (laughs) handled it. Uh, I I do have a question for you, John. Uh, So, uh, in your opinion, who is, who is the greatest Timberwolf of all time whose name does not start with a K? No Kevins, yeah. no Carls, no Kyles. I know I know you're a big Kyle Anderson yeah, yeah. fan, but... Yeah, boy, I mean, it gets pretty thin when you take that out. Um, <laughs> I mean, I would say, for, sentimentally, Ricky, R, but, like, uh, it's Ant, like, already. I mean, he's already got an all-star bid. He's going to be going for more. Um... And so, you know, he's coming up fast in the in the power rankings of 
of X Timberwolves or of, of, of Timberwolves of all time. And so if you remove all of the K's, yeah. uh, Kevin Martin as well. You know, you got to you got to go with Ant then. I think. And, uh, did you see? Sorry, I'm just going to interject. Did you see that Ant was ranked 13th on ESPN's? I did. Uh, what I what did. do you how, what do you feel about that? Because that was that was shocking to me personally. I, I was surprised it was that high, um, but I think it shows. They're, I mean, obviously projecting what is going to happen. Like the, the amount of hype surrounding him coming into this season is more than any player Timberwolves related that I've ever seen. And I've cut this my 20th season covering the league. So, um, so uh, I what I want to see him meet that, but I do also think that. A lot of the hype right now is just that, and and so everything that we've seen from Team USA, from his workouts, all that say that this is a guy that can get there. Right now, today, he's not the 13th best player, but by the end of this season, by the middle of the season, we could be saying maybe he's even in the top 10, uh, but he's still got to show it. So yeah, kind of going off of that, so Chalanga talked about their top 34 list. Uh, conservatively, end of the year, where do you think Ant ranks on that list? Of the top 34? Yeah. Uh, I mean, top, top, top Wolves players ever. Oh, yeah. I mean, well, if, if this is, a, this, like, the, the most interesting thing at Media Day was Tim Connolly saying the measure of success will be winning a playoff series. And so if they do win a playoff series, and then there's the, only the second team that's ever done that, uh, yeah, he's, it goes, it goes KG, it probably goes Cat, and then it probably goes Ant number three, maybe, maybe. maybe. You're, he's definitely fourth, but maybe yeah. even third, because there will be an, a level of winning that Love never had here, and Cat will obviously be a part of a, a team that goes into the second round if that happens. And so, um, you know, the, so he would be elevated as well. And uh, but but yeah, Ant would be third at or fourth at the low at the least, but probably number three. Yeah. Um, I was wondering, so we have our perception of the vibes of the team and the fan base and all that, but like, what are you getting from the organization as far as where the vibes are? It's, it's kind of, um, they, it's been really interesting because they are sort of actively avoiding vibes in terms of like, it's been very business-like and I think that's a good thing. So they are, what we saw in Abu Dhabi was the Dallas Mavericks kind of look at them and say, why are you taking this so seriously? (laughs) Kind of a thing, this is just preseason. But what the Wolves have said is that, no, we're all business right now. Like we've, you know, we've tried to do the Bahamas thing. We've tried to do the, the Kumbaya. And I do think that it's a team that is pretty, close from a chemistry standpoint. They know each other. There's a real familiarity. So all of that is good. But there's also like, there's also a sense of like, all right, it's it's enough messing around. And and so um, they know that they are a team that's been continually discounted and looked past. Um, And they know that there's nothing else that they can do to change that besides win a lot of games and have success in the playoffs. And so from Towns to Finch to Ant, like there just hasn't been a lot of joking. There hasn't been a lot of kind of like lightheartedness. It's been like, no, it's it's let's let's get moving here. And so I think that's encouraging uh, for a team that's kind of sometimes struggled with maturity in the past. 
So um, that's just the, the vibe that I picked up is we don't want vibes. It's time to, you know, it's time to let our play do the talking. John, that, that is making my blood just run, <laughs> like boil right now. I am so excited for a Wolves team that is going to like show up on every night. They're going to take the game super seriously because I feel like it's been so long that we've sort of watched the Wolves uh, play beneath the talent level that we know that the team has. Yeah. And, and so long that we've, we've watched them sort of wallow in mediocrity. And so to, to enter the season with that level of seriousness and like down to business mentality, I, I, I just think that that gives me so much confidence for the future of this franchise and the future of how this, this specific roster construction. So I, I do I appreciate that insight, John. Yeah, no, I think it's I think it's the right thing. I mean, and, and it, they are a team that has been ridiculed, right? It's uh, you know Rudy takes a lot of crap. Cat yes. uh, takes a lot of crap. Yes. Um, you know, there's there's so many uh, the, the the organization in general is you know is looked down upon around the league, and so like there are real chips on shoulders that have not been invented. Like they don't have to look far to. To find that motivation, and I think that there's a there are a bunch of guys here that are sort of just tired of that. And so, whether that means that they're going to be a top four seed and they're going to break through, or whether that means that man, the West is tough and they're going to fall like they like they normally do, um, like the, the the attitude that they're bringing is it, it, it's a palpable difference from from years past. So beautiful. Well, I think that's a that's a perfect transition into our, our, our final question for you here, John. Yeah. Uh, and, and I guess I'll go ahead and ask, like, yeah, you what, go ahead. what's the mark of a successful season for the Wolves this year? You know, like, I, I want to agree with Tim Connolly and just say, like, look, it is time for them to win a series. Uh, to, I mean, they, the way that their roster is constructed with Rudy at 31 years old, with Cat at 27, 28, like, they, Conley is, is older, like, the time to win is right now. Um, that sets a high bar that this organization is not used to setting because the West is going to be brutal. Like, they're going to be, there are so many good teams, there's so much talent. So, I think that the, the variance between high and low for this team is about as wide as any in the West because you could see things coming together, them staying healthy, things clicking offensively and defensively, and them being a, a three or a two seed. And, and home court advantage and, and advancing. You could also see that they can't figure things out offensively with Rudy, Cat and Ant, that everything is kind of in the way, there's frustrations, then maybe they have to make trades, and you know now they're fighting for the play-in again. Uh, I, I do think it's gonna be that tightly packed, but I, I like that they are embracing a higher standard. Like, I, I like that they are saying it's time to win a series. So once you get to the playoffs, it's so much about matchup and health and all of those things. And so we'll judge at the end whether they they did you know they they fulfilled their potential or not. But at the start of this season, saying you know what they should make the second round, I don't think that's unreasonable. Oh, absolutely, I love to hear that. That feels really nice to hear. <laughs> <laughs> well. I think that's it for our questions. If anyone has any questions they want to ask John, feel free to line up by the mic here. We got a, we got a little extra time with him. Yeah, I, I want to be, be clear. If you ask questions, if you participate with us, we've got a series of signed Wolves basketball cards. Oh. We've got hats. We've got 
uh, Pooh Richardson pins. We've we, got lots of things to get you. But you got to earn it. We've you got to earn it. I mean, they're for the taken. So if you guys have a question, hey. come on up. And the mic is yours. Oh, what's up, gang? I'm back. Showing love to our friends over at Lamb Chops, baby. All right, sglambchops.com or at sglambchops on social media. If you are looking for comfy, dope-looking, high-quality clothing, that is the place to go. I got numerous hoodies from them. My daughter has numerous hoodies from them. They got the knit hats. They got these super dope double mesh shorts that are like, here's the problem with, <laughs> with Lamb Chops. Uh, their stuff is so comfortable that I want to wear it to bed. But then it's like, well, crap, I wanted to wear this to work the next day. So that's why you got you to gotta buy multiple, okay? I am sleeping in these shorts. Wash them, work out in these shorts, wash them, and then guess what? I'm wearing them to the function. Well, not right now because it's, 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 <laughs> it's about to be winter. But they got the crazy, comfy hoodies on deck. I love the, the heavy hoodies they have, which um, they're having a flash sale right now. When you're listening, who knows if that's still live, but make sure you check out sglambchops.com or follow them on social media at sglambchops to get all the info on their new drops when they do flash sales, all that jazz. Tristan, I'm talking about lamb chops, bro. Um, sglambchops.com. Back to the show. Oh, we got one. There we go. There, there we, go. we there go. go. Come on up. I'll help you guys out. Um, Watching the preseason games, it looks like Nas is, I mean, not the best offensive center on the team, but he's clearly going to be coming off the bench. Any chance he gets any love for six-man of the year in an, in, in an unconventional way from a big man? Yeah, I, I do think it's possible, and I would I would love to see that, right? Because you're right, most six-man, it's Jamal Crawford, it's Lou Williams, it's high-scoring guards off the bench. But if they win enough... We have a Nas there's going to be that opportunity for those kind of accolades. Like, if they're if they are a top four seed and Nas is averaging 16 points and eight rebounds in 22 minutes, like, yeah, the, he's going to get that kind of love. And I do think that's possible. I mean, you look at how skilled he is, and they have Shake Milton, they have Nikhil. But a lot of the second unit offense is going to kind of run through him. And he's going to have a lot of shots, a lot of opportunities. And so the chance of getting those stats up to get people's uh, attention. And then I think what you see a lot of times with these, like just like when Adrian Peterson won MVP, like there gets to be a point where it's like, you know what? There's a novelty in this. Like I want to vote for a running back. I don't want to vote for a quarterback. Yeah, like I, I, I want to vote for a big man. Let's do something different. And so I think that there's a real opportunity for that to happen. LeBron last year tweeting about him and everything. So. Exactly, yeah, yeah. People know his name. The now. words are now. Absolutely. Yeah. They don't get kind yeah, of Nasri. No doubt. No doubt. Hey, and for asking a question, you get a Nasri basketball card. There you go. There we go. Uh, yeah, as, hey, thank you for participating. We got more questions. Do uh, you want to come up? Look at that. Yeah. We got another question. What you got for us? Hi. Well, one, just John, thank you for your service to the state of Minnesota. <laughs> we are so fortunate to have you. Oh, well, thank you very much. And I guess my question is, uh, I feel like, uh, like in discussing hypothetical future decisions with contracts, like we're kind of loading ourselves up with like more contracts that we can feasibly carry long term. And you know, there's always like, okay, so we have some future decisions to make, 
And I feel like that discussion always kind of assumes that, like, you know, that stuff won't go perfectly, that we won't win the championship this yeah. year, etc. Right. I guess my question is, hypothetically, <laughs> everything goes right. We win a title this year. What on earth does Connolly do from a salary perspective? Oh, man. I love this question. Yeah, this is great. <laughs> My, I, I, like, I can't even think of it. My, my brain is blowing. But no, uh, hypothetically, if the Timberwolves win a championship, first of all, like, I mean, I'm retiring. And, like, that's, that's it. And so we're going. But, um, no, I, I mean, I, I, if, if it went to that degree where you have that amount of success, you generate that amount of revenue in the playoffs, um, you can see a scenario there where the new ownership, everyone says, we're making enough money, we're going to pay the tax and run it back and like deal with the ramifications that come with it. Um, this, that's what Milwaukee is doing right now, bringing in Drew Holiday and spending all that money. That's what Boston is doing right now in terms of loading up and going for it. Like The Warriors paid you know, ungodly amounts because they could. Now they had their arena to generate a lot of revenue for them that the Wolves do not have, but a lot of the spending decisions hinge on what you make at the gate in the playoffs. And, and as the playoffs go along, your ticket revenue skyrockets. So if this team wins a title, I cannot sit you know, and see them saying, you know what? All right, that was it. We're going to trade Carl Anthony Towns. We're going to trade, you know, uh, Nas, and we're going to go back down and start over. That's the time to go all the way in. And then, if the moves that you make in the present sacrifice your future five or six years down the road, it does not matter because your banner is hanging, there's statues up, all of that stuff. You worry about that later. So, um, but that is also the only scenario that I could see where they do that. Like, it has to be something that dramatic and that drastic. Otherwise, the bill comes due and you got to make some changes. Nasreed. 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 Thank you. Go ahead. All right, looks like we got one more yeah, question one more for question John. Here. Come on up. Hey, guys. Uh, Nathan from Bloomington. Uh, big time fan of the pod, long, long time listener. I got two questions for you. Yeah. Twins lost yesterday, obviously. Wild aren't expected to do much. Vikings probably not going to be great. Is it safe to say that the Wolves are now Minnesota's team? Well, it, it, it's right there for them. It's right there for them. If, it, if they win, yes. Like, that's, I tweeted it yesterday. Like, the door is wide open. It does not guarantee anything, but they have a star everyone loves. They have real talent from 1 through 11. And they have the opportunity now to put away all the demons of the past. And if they, if they win a bunch of games and you win a series or two, yeah, like they could take it over right now because where are the Vikings going? The Twins are really good, but they have a long ways to go. Um, and the Wild are playing a suburb. I don't even know what they do. So, um, so yeah, it's right there for them if they can do it, but they have to do it. If they fall flat, that's a huge opportunity missed. Definitely. Thank you. Yeah. Um, second question. Uh, Vegas has the Wolves at 44 and a half wins yeah. for a season total this year. Would you hammer that? I would hammer it. Um, I, right, I, but I, like right now, I have them at like I think 47. Um, it could go higher if everything comes together, but it also could go lower. 
So, um, but the, the whole West, like, I don't think there's going to be a 60-win team in the West. It's all going to be compact, like, low to mid-50s to middle 40s, and so it's going to be a bloodbath. Um, but I, I, I would think that they can get over that for sure. Thank you. Yeah, you Wolf's got back. Wolf's, Wolf's back. Wolf's back, baby. Yeah. All right, come on one? up. We got, got time for one more. This will be our last question for John Krasinski. Thank hey you guys, for all the questions. Thank you for organizing it. this. Uh, this is super fun. And Johnny, really appreciate you coming yeah. out. Longtime athletics uh, subscribers, you know, company you. man right here. Thank you, know. you. absolutely. <laughs> uh, awesome. I do have a question for you, Johnny. Yeah. Uh, I saw on uh, some discussion on Twitter the other day, so it must be true. Yes. Um, from a, a certain local reporter about there being some doubts about A Rod <laughs> and uh, Lori closing the deal on buying the Wolves. So yeah. I wanted to just, you know, hear from you if you've heard anything about that um, and kind of like what your your read is and like the general vibes maybe behind the scenes of the team right now yeah yeah no it's a good question um, the one thing that right now we we know a couple things one is that Mark Laurie and Alex Rodriguez have done every have met every step through this process so far so as a person who does not have the access to their finances I can only look at it and say I will kind of believe it until I have a, re a reason not to believe it. Um, they have really become more and more involved as this goes along, and they are operating as if this is going to go down, everything is going to, going to happen. I think one thing that is majorly in their favor is they bought in at a low valuation. They already have equity built up with where, where their valuation was compared to what it's worth. So them finding other investors to help, finding partners, and then just operating that way, securing the financing, I think is easier now than it was when they first started. Um, so all of that to say is I, everything that I've heard is it's all on the right track. We're going. Now they still got to do it. It's a huge check that they have to cut. They do not have Steve Ballmer money. Like that's, you know, very few people do. So um, there is a little bit of a wait and see what happens, but... The way that they have been so active in being involved in decision making, being out front publicly, um, it would be a pretty big face plant if they were not able to come up with it. This doesn't mean it's impossible, it doesn't mean that it's all guaranteed, but I think right now I operate as these are the guys, they are the future, they have fulfilled all of their obligations so far, they have said everything behind the scenes that they're on track. If they don't, we'll write it, we'll cover it, but right now that's, that's the way it looks. Thank you. That's very reassuring. So, as always, you know, Nas Reed and Wolf's back. Nas Reed and Wolf's back. Yeah. Thank you, John, for yeah. joining us. Oh, man, uh, thanks for having me, guys. Yeah, we it's really great. appreciate it. Yeah. yeah, let's get a round of applause for John Krasinski from The Athletic, y'all. Yeah, absolutely. Hey, thanks, John. Yep, you got it. Uh -huh. Appreciate it. Yeah, absolutely. Enjoy. Should we do our second segment? Let's do vibes. Yeah. All right. Uh, we're going to move into our next segment, uh, our vibe segment. So this is going to be our uh, our take on the vibes of the Wolves, the team, kind of the surrounding uh, news. So uh, with that, Brandon, start us off. Um, I think the vibes right now are absolutely fantastic. Uh you know me, I'm a, I'm a big Twins fan, so I've been riding high the last two weeks with the playoff run. Ended at the perfect time now for me to roll right into Wolves season. Seems like people are real excited about the, about the preseason and how things are going over in Abu Dhabi. Um, 
I'm kind of not a huge preseason guy, just in like general in any sport, so I haven't been paying super close attention. But it sounds like things oh, are this going guy's great. Not even a real fan over and here. Everyone's real excited. I'm I'm a firm believer that I'll start paying attention to how they're doing when the game's better. But no, I think the vibes are fantastic right now. Chilenga, you're next. Yeah, I loved hearing from John and just that that real insider insight as to where the Wolves are currently. I gotta say though, when he said that if the Wolves win a title, he'd retire, that makes me question how much I really want the Wolves to win a title. Like if I got a pick, I don't know. I don't know if I could do that, man. That that would be a big loss to the. Is a championship worth losing Johnny K in our lives? See, I. That's the question. That is a really, really tough choice. Uh, but for me, the the vibes feel really prepared. Like I, I feel like the Wolves are at a place right now where they are ready to come into the season with their feet on the ground, running at full speed. So many players having played international basketball over the summer and fall, coming in in that game-ready shape and that and with that competitive fire, uh, it, it really makes me think that like the start of this season, the Wolves could surprise many in the national landscape by coming out and being one of the best teams in the West. Now, will they be one of the best teams in the West come March and April? I have my doubts because I've watched them play for, you know, 20 years, uh, but I, I, I'm more hopeful than I have been in a long, long time. Exactly. Now is the, now is the time to really believe. Yes, absolutely. <laughs> that, absolutely. That, because that, the Twins are out, the Vikings are out. Hey, somebody at work today called me Byron Buxton, and I actually, I, I was, I was kind of messing with them because I, I, I felt like it was offensive because they were just saying it because I'm tall and I'm mixed, and I said, I have no idea who that is. And I just, I, I just played dumb the whole time, and I was like, you got to describe that, who that is. And they were like, oh, it's because he kind of runs, kind of like this. And I was like, oh, yeah, just like me, just how I run at school all the time. Yeah, everybody knows that. Yeah, you with you the run like truck. this. Uh, hit with all the, buck the time. Truck next time. Yeah. But, I mean, Buxton is, he's pre- I don't know anything about him. He's, he's pretty good. He's I don't know. Good. I don't know what you're he's, asking me. He's oft injured. Very good. Ah, just like me. Durf, sorry, back to you, though. <laughs> How are the vibes? This, this leads perfectly into my next point. I want to read you guys a list right now. Leonard Miller, Anthony Edwards, Jaden McDaniels, Kyle Anderson, Jordan McLaughlin, Wendell Moore Jr., Troy Brown Jr., Nikhil Alexander-Walker, Josh Minot, Mike Conley, Naz Reed, Shake Milton, Rudy Gobert, Carl Anthony Towns, and a player to be named later. Those are your 2023-24 NBA champion Minnesota Timberwolves. I think they're going to win it all. I, I think they're going to catch fire. I think the, the two series that we've lost is just going to feed our souls as we go deep into the playoffs and we knock out the Nuggets in the Western Conference Finals and we win it all. I'm in. I've drank, I've drank the, the Christmas tree-colored Kool-Aid. I'm in on the Wolves. The Wolves are back. I hope that the player to be named later is me. I, I will say, I did not hear uh, Ma- Mountain Dew Matt Ryan on that list. No, that's the player to be named oh, later. Oh, got it, got it, got it. It's got between it. him and me right now. Yeah. You know, since the Wolves are so back, can we get a Wolves back on three? One, two, three. Wolves back. Hey, let's hear it. One, two, three. Wolves back. back. Oh, yes. Wait, they let's, are so let's do back, that one more time. All right, ready? On three, we're doing this. One, two, three. Wolves back! Let's go! There we go. I love that. All right. Wolves are officially back. We've all come into agreement.
All right, gang, we back showing some love to Unreal. Football season is finally here. And though I've been very outspoken about my, my disdain for the purple team in town right now, I love football season because it's an excuse to get together with the gang, right? You head over to someone's house, you order some pizza, you order some wings, sports, football. It is a vessel for camaraderie. And I think that's great for, for mental health. Like straight up, I know I'm like doing an ad read, but for real, like it's good for mental health to get together. I love how football is a, a, an American conduit to get together with your folks. Um, and when your hometown Vikings are looking for the freshest looks and hottest drops, they choose Minnesota's own unreal U N R L bro. I pull up to my friend Graham's house for these football games. I'm dripped out in the unreal. The joggers are nuts. I finally got some. The, the dude, the the white shirt they have, they have like the shirt that's like it has a good tailored hem. Oh, under the jersey, rocket by itself, unreal is the way to go. Their crossover hoodie will change your life, and their golf gear will shave strokes off your game. We can't like promise that legally, but we can promise you if you pick up just even one piece of unreal apparel, it will become the go-to item in your closet. I am telling you, we're only pushing high quality clothing on the pod. See for yourself, visit unreal.co, all right, unrl.co, not com.co and use the promo code po I did it again. <laughs> use the promo code pull tab 15 for 15% off your order. You can thank us later and wear it to our next live. Show. Is it, uh, I think it's to bring time to invite our next guest up. Jake of Jake's Graphs is currently schmoozing, so he can't Jake hear, but he's coming right up. Chug that beer. Let's get the merch man himself up here. Yeah. You know him from Twitter and from his unbelievable designs. You bought his merch. We're lucky to have him in the flesh. Jake of Jake's Crafts. Hey, welcome to the table, Jake. For the yeah. first time. Yeah, this is I, this has not happened before. So just to be clear, I shut it down and said we need to do the introduction again. The first one didn't work for me. I liked the second one. The energy was there, so we're back. Yeah, Jake's a little bit of a diva. Yes, yeah. he has an incredibly long writer for guest appearances, uh, but you know we're trying to we're trying to meet it. Uh, Jake, I did want to ask, like, how does it feel to have? I mean, you sort of started from the ground up and built like the premier Timberwolves niche, niche mer merchandise like empire. How, how does it feel to be the king of Timberwolves mer merchandise? First of all, that is incredible to hear. Thank you. That's the highest praise. I appreciate it. Uh, it feels amazing, and I, I, uh, I honestly sometimes have to think and go, wow, like. I'm here and I'm seeing John Krasinski there wearing a shirt that I made. Like, that's wild. Uh, we got slow ball shirts. We got, like, like pretty much every other booth there's one. And, like, I really, truly appreciate it and uh, feel it. It's cool. So that's my sentimental moment. Uh, I think the first time I was on with CND, we ever said, like, you know, the second it gets too popular, you're not cool anymore. So I always feel like... Am I not cool? I always have a lot of that like self-doubt where it's like, oh shoot, like how do you keep things moving along and stay cool without like, you know, being lame. So, but it, it feels amazing is yeah. how it feels until well, it doesn't anymore, but I hope we're still at the good part. Of it. This is a do or die season for the Timberwolves and it's also a do or die season for you. Yes. Jake. So exactly. we're going to, we're going to help you out here. Yeah. I think uh, this will help with the, with the not being lame part. We've got some real, we've got some real good ideas. Perfect. Yeah, I've got no ideas myself, and the season starts in two weeks. 
Uh, so I, I do plan to use some of these. All right, should we start with some of our shark pitches yeah. for merchandise? Yeah, so we're, we're introducing, in kind of a Shark Tank style, we're introducing some, some shirt ideas for Jake, uh, things we'd love to see on the site at some point. Um, so yeah, I think I'm going first, right? I've got four ideas. How many do you guys have? I have two. Two and one, okay. Uh, so my first one, this one... Some of these are some of these are, are not as as good or a little, all little, good. little funnier. But my first uh, idea all is uh, Mike Conley, kill him with kindness. I want him dressed. I want him dressed kind of like as like a like a paid assassin, and he's holding a handgun that's just labeled kindness. I love it. I uh, I am one hundred percent. Okay, so I. Should I spill some ideas that I had already had that I was marinating on? Because I was like, how do we make a Mike Conley t-shirt? And the whole concept was that he was a nice guy. Or a good guy. Now, that just did it. That just did it. That's sick. Kill him with kindness. It. Bye. Uh, Bye. So how does how does Shark Tank work? What do I say? I'm I'm investing. Yeah, I, I, okay. I think so. Yeah, so I'm you offering, are investing. I'm offering you this idea for a hundred percent stake in the idea. It's yours if you want it. Oh, okay, cool, cool. So we don't even have to negotiate. I just get it. Uh, uh, so <laughs> you, I, I'm offering you an idea. I'm giving you thirty percent stake because it is okay. too good to give you one hundred percent. Okay. But you know the Wolves are kind of in a throwback era. They've got the throwback jersey, the throwback court, and so I kind of want to throw back, uh, not too far, but to like a, a, a former fan favorite. Can we bring back some like Gorgie Jang type type merchandise? Mm -hmm. What about a shirt that says "Show me the Gmails"? Mm. Like, uh, mm. and then he can kind of be dressed like Hillary Clinton. Oh, okay. Uh, with I like see a where little Hillary tie and a suit and a, and a pantsuit. Uh, yeah, yeah. I see where you're going with this. Uh -huh. I like it. Um, am I allowed as the shark to take it and kind of work with it? Because I'm thinking Gmails. I'm thinking Gorg. You, you started with Gorgie, right? Yes. Thinking, yes. I'm thinking we need to bring it back a little bit further because first of all. I need it to be in the same era as the OGs, where we could bring it back. That's did, true, that's did true, that's true. Did Tom Gugliotta ever wear the OG uniforms? I don't think he did, but I think we could make it work with Gugliotta as the Gs. I just feel like we're at a point where Nikola Pekovic and Gorgi are just starting to become cool again when it comes to, like, retro, but I feel like 35th year, we really got to go, like, all the way back to, like, some OG OGs. So who else, who else do we have? Who else do we have that could be like? Uh, with a G. Dean Garrett. Ooh. Thank you yeah, very much. Yeah. Show me the Dean Garrett emails. I like this. I, and I, I think like we this. should really just kind of spell it out so that the audience really gets it. Show me the Dean Garrett email. Yes. Yep. Sold. All right. Hey, there we go. That's two great ideas. Dirk. All right, um, I think I might have to give you maybe 50% stake because I feel like this one's going to really pop off. Um, but this one's inspired by Jaden McDaniels. Um, and for this product, it's going to be a shirt that's made entirely of fettuccine noodles, and it comes with a necklace attachment with Alfredo sauce. So the, the ROI is amazing. All you have to do is buy flour and water and fettuccine or an Alfredo sauce. And the, the buyers get to eat their shirt. It's edible. It's Perfect. It's a meal and a shirt, and you're repping Jaden. I'm speechless, first of all, because I, I truly don't know how you could think of something so brilliant. That still is so Timberwolves relevant, right? Yep. yep. Like, 
All of these big companies, Olive Garden, other, other Italian companies could have done this already. Alfredo's like one of their key core items. They haven't done this. One off season of Jaden saying Alfredo, this magic happens. Sold. But we got to figure out how to produce this thing because that sounds a little complex. But think about think about like how many of these you can sell because I'm buying an Alfredo Jaden shirt. I'm wearing it. I'm eating it for dinner. I know. But I need a new Jaden Alfredo. I mean, you're going to be pumping these things out. Like, are and they? People are going to be full. And like, Big Noodles is going to be pissed. They are. Big Noodles like, might come for you. Alfredo Big is a very <laughs> Alfredo is a very dairy heavy like thing, and I just feel like in terms of getting it from manufacturer to end user is going to be tough. Yeah, you like, probably does it need some, some refrigerated yeah, box packaging. Does it have a shelf life? If it's ambient, if we can figure out a way to make it ambient, we are in it. Like, this happening. But if it's, like, where within three to five days, it's going to be tough. But I think we can make it happen. With minds that are committed to it, we can make it happen. Yeah. That's, that's beautiful, and that's a perfect transition because we will be passing around a petition tonight. Uh, please sign it. It's to change the official Timberwolves uh, sponsor from Aura to Olive Garden. We are trying to get Olive Garden patches on the Timberwolves uniforms to honor Alfredo, uh, just Alfredo sauce, red sauce, uh, other pastas, and breadsticks. I, I, I just have to, I have to say that... Arby's would make a perfect sponsor for the Timberwolves, and I'm just saying, I'm just saying. <laughs> All right, we are changing the petition. Please make Arby's a sponsor of the Timberwolves. Jake! Well, Arby's, gotta, Arby's, Oh, you have Alfredo. more, you have a couple you have more. more pitches. I got a couple more. I'm, I'm, I have my best one. one more, so Brandon, you, okay. Arby's Alfredo, just want to say, Arby's Alfredo. Just an idea. Okay, I can, I can, skip, I can skip two of mine, because they're not that good, but this is really my, this is my crown jewel. This is my, my best idea. Uh, this is Anthony Edwards, give him the chair. It's Anthony Edwards as an old WWE wrestler holding a chair over his head, and there's a Denver Nuggets security guard standing in the ring with him. Filing litigation yeah. against him. It's perfect. Uh, it's amazing. I, uh, as, a, as a person who keeps this on the down low, is trying to, you know, just kind of get a little bit of a trademark and copyright and personal uh, that whole thing. A little dicey there with potential lawsuits, litigation, all of that, but I think we can make it work because that's what we're best at is like finding those little niches where like it's like a it's a parody. It has to be a parody and I think this is. Okay? I think this is. Yeah. I would buy that in a nanosecond. I'll, I'll finish it up with my last one. So hear me out. It's not clothing. It's more of a, it's merchandise, but it's more of a, a good luck charm. So it's Glue Girl branded glue that is sold as a good luck charm. It's made with real hardwood speckles in there. So you know it's real. Um, but you need some good luck. Slap some on your hands. We got the Glue Girl in every bottle. Yes, that is merch as opposed to uh, the Alfredo suit. <laughs> yeah, that was, that was <laughs> definitely very, clothing. Very clearly clothing. It's very clearly um, close. That's awesome. That's awesome. I mean, at the end of the day, we just love like to go back to things that are so important to us. And Glue Girl will live forever. Absolutely. You know, and just like, it's a shame that like, 
we don't have all of the means to make all of these ideas come true because all of these people want all this and it's like you know we just we we truly love our team and uh, we would be willing to walk in there with glue girl glue and do the old KG like but like it's not going in the air. Yeah, your hands stuck are stuck together, together still. <laughs> you know, and like we would do it and we would love it. So I love all these ideas. Perfect. I, we can figure out the financial aspect yeah. afterwards, how we wanted to split, but I think realistically about only half of them we can actually make happen before the season starts. Okay. Because that's like two weeks away. Yeah. Jake, thank you so much. And again, we see so much of your merch out here in the stands. Thanks to everyone for supporting Jake's. Uh, Jake, do you, do you have stuff up on your site right now? There is stuff on the site. Uh, I do plan to have new items coming. Uh, it's a race to get them out before opening night. So, you know, look for maybe about two weeks from now. Uh, hopefully we'll be posting about some new stuff. But, um, yeah, thank you for having me. I'm sorry I was yelling the whole time. It's crazy. I've never done anything like this before. He's very fun. You did great, very cool. Thank you. Fantastic. Thank you. Thank you, guys. I spilled my heart out at the beginning because it is just so cool being here with you guys. I listen to you guys uh, every morning, every time a podcast comes out, and now I'm talking to you. It's my third time on CND. Let's say two and a half because, uh, you know, Dylan's not here. Shout out, Dylan. I hope you're listening or it's will okay. be listening soon. Uh, first time on Crunch Wears No Pants. We'll call it two-thirds of the time since Jordan's not here. Shout out, Jordan. Hope you're playing on this uh, wherever you are tonight. But, uh, yeah, I appreciate you guys. I love you guys. So. Yeah, thanks for coming. Thanks, Jake. Thank you, Jake. Hey, big round of applause Let's hear for, for Jake. Jake. All right, everyone. Can I, can I shout out? All right, one, one quick second. Can I shout out this one? Yeah, yeah, do it. That's perfect. My smile was so big on this thing. <laughs> it's insane. Cool. Thanks. All right. Post that Do your shoot. Green arrows. Okay. Hey, thank you. Hey, I do want to give a, a quick shout out to a very specific. Uh, yeah, yeah, we're about yeah, to. Yeah. Do, do you need a minute? Uh, okay. I want to give a quick set, shout out to a very specific piece of merch. Uh, my guy Peter's over here with the C&D NBA show exclusive, the slow-mo sexual shirt. Shout out to all the slow-mo sexuals in the building. We love Kyle Anderson. Available now at jakescrafts.com slash CND. You got to use a promo code, roll call, to get this shirt. Hey, I love it. Many, many different colors. Beautiful. Thank you, Peter. All right, uh, we have one remaining segment, and then we will be wrapping up. Um, that's how we close if, every if, show. Yeah, that's how we close every show. If you're a listener, you'll know that next up we have Random Wolf of the Week, Arwow. So, uh, Brandon will be taking the, the Arwow, and he'll explain the rules. Yeah, so, and I think what we're going to do is so we want to do this like kind of an audience engagement thing. I think what we should do is if anyone wants to play Arwow, uh, just come up and meet around the mic here. I think we're looking for like three or four volunteers. We, 
we will have prizes. Uh, I think we got a couple gift cards to give away. We got some we got some signed merch still. So if you want to play Arwow, come up here. Again, we're looking for three to four. We're going to be listing off clues, and you're going to get a chance to guess. And if you win, you get this merch. <laughs> All right, we're 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 procuring volunteers. We are as we procuring speak. volunteers. Again, we got a couple. We got a couple gift cards. Your guys's meal What's could that? be could be covered. Yeah, come yeah absolutely. Come, come on up. Yeah. There we go. We got one. Let's get a couple more. Again, we're looking for a couple more. A couple more. If you're on the edge of your seat and you're like, oh, should I do it? I don't know. Do I, it. I saw. It will be worth your while. Isaac Johnson. We got a little one coming up. Perfect. And Scott yep. Bame, I saw you come in. Come play. Here we go. Tom Schreier, I saw you come in. Hey, All we got right. some folks. Absolutely. Don't right. be too some about it. We got it. some participants. All right, so for those who are not familiar, the game is Random Wolf of the Week. Uh, only stipulation for the player is they have to have played at least one game for the Minnesota Timberwolves in their history. There will be five hints. The hints will get progressively easier. The first person to successfully guess the wolf wins our prize. Oh, and also, you get one hint-free guess to start the game. So, what's your guess? First guess, random wolf. Ronnie Turioff. Oh! Ronnie Turioff is incorrect. Great guess, though. That was, he incredible. Was that was a, a random cut. wolf in history. All right, so we've got our couple volunteers here. Uh, if you think you know it, just raise your hand and come, come uh, give us an answer. All right, the first hint. An alumni of Austin P University, he is the longest tenured NBA player in Austin P history. <laughs> I am glad the clues get easier because what the hell is that? I don't want to give it away oh at the start. You guys know Austin P University? That's the Duke yeah. of Mid-Level. You, you don't lose anything by just guessing a player. All right. We got no guesses. All right. The next hint, he played for four teams in his nine-year career. The Bulls, Wolves, Nets, and Mavericks. Some more information being revealed. It's not J.J. Barea, but... It is not J.J. Barea, unfortunately. All right, the next hint. In his four years with the Wolves, he played 316 games, starting 260 of them. Four years as a starter mostly, but you got it? also oh, we got a guess. Bench. We got a guess. We got a guess. Yeah. Is it Taj Gibson? It is not Oof. Taj Gibson. Guess. Great so. guess. And again, anybody can guess. Yeah, anybody so if you have an guess. idea, come we up a to the mic people. Guess. Come up and guess. Anthony Peeler is not Anthony Peeler. Great guess. That is a really. I'm just gonna say right now, that's a really good guess. That's a really good yeah, guess. Yeah. Just we're, we might be in the right era with uh -huh, Anthony Peeler. Uh -huh. Yeah. All right. Hint number four, which would probably have given away the era. He played and started in 18 playoff games for the Minnesota Timberwolves. Trenton Hassel. Trenton Hassel is correct! Congratulations. The final hint was 
The final hint was, though he was mo more known for his defense, he scored a playoff career-high 17 points in Game 1 of the 04 Conference Semifinals against the Sacramento Kings. Trenton Hassel, the defensive stopper of the Conference Final 2004 Minnesota Timberwolves. Wow, that was totally random. Dude. Random, they're always random. Oh, y'all, I had so much fun tonight. I did too. This was great. Dirt. I had the most fun. Whoa! There's no chance you had the most fun. I had fun. so much fun. I had at least 100 fun. Uh, I do want to say, if anybody wants a, a pull tab sports hat, just for being here, we have some Come and get up here as well. Also, I, I know we have some uh, two-in-one shampoo and conditioner from, uh, from Duke, Duke Cannon. Cannon. Not yep. a sponsor of the CND NBA show, but uh, I do support Crunch Wears No Pants sponsors. We do also have a vintage Pooh Richardson pin. So, I mean, if you want to come up and get something, come on up. It's right here. It's all yeah, yours. You, should, you, should, you gave an answer. You got you to gotta come grab a prize. Thank y'all for coming. Don't forget to follow at CND NBA show on Twitter. Follow me at Chalangason on Twitter. Uh, at Tallsdurf. And at Brandon Beck 4. And do, at No Pants Crunch. Do not follow at Tornado Jally. If you do follow him, go unfollow him. Yes. Make sure to be in his mentions, shredding him. And uh, please come say hi. We want to meet y'all. Uh, it, it's been so fun. So thanks again for coming. And uh, enjoy the rest of your night. And tip your servers, y'all. So much money. Like an obscene amount of money.